Right, hey, before we get into it today, I'd just like to thank the blokes and ladies that keep the lights on here, our sponsors. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a 10, the athlete's choice. Look, no matter what sort of beer you drink, they've got you covered. Go check out their whole range. Country Trucker Caps for keeping our domes out of the sun with all their deadly designs. TikTok Nutrition for keeping our bodies fueled with the good stuff. SP Tools for giving us the best tools for all our projects at home and on the work site. And the True Blue Aussie Book. Blue bet. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Rooters, welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast. Rooters, we are here to give the everyday battler a voice and delete head noise one laugh at a time. If you're going to have a beer, have a fucking better beer because it's a jog and a can. It's a win and a tin. It's the athlete's choice. Well, we just cracked a Red Bull. That's right. But that's why I said if you were going to yeah, yeah. crack a better beer. Oh, I just didn't want you to get because that that's the sound of cracking a Red Bull. Mm. I didn't want anyone to fucking think that you're... Trying to play silly, silly balls. buggers, silly buggers. Mm. Yeah, no, that's right. So, yeah, it is in the morning. We are athletes. Um, <laughs> my body is a temple, and yeah, actually been hooking in. Did fucking another ten rounds last night, mate. Feeling good. Yeah, yeah, I've done, yeah done a couple of days. She's good. Okay, I, I feel like doing a bit of gibbo and just staying a bit silent about it all. Yeah, right. Uh, good right uh, until he starts coming out. Well, you know. I, you could say I'm sparring because Klutzy is just a big heavy bag, so... That's I'll what just... I want to start doing. That's what's making me nervous. I'm like, fuck, you and me, you and Quinn, that when you need to start punching each other. Yeah, well, we all live with, like, Groper and Jace and all that, so I think that is the plan moving forward is we're all just going to start punching on with each other <laughs> yeah, and getting used to it, which we have the advantage there. But, um, yeah, that's enough about that. Uh, right, CTC, as you know, thecountrycompanies.com, that's where you go for the knuckles designs that are ready to rumble. And if you want to make your own, head to Country Trucker Caps for anything that you want to make. And remember the discount code for all knuckle stuff, Alpha Blokes, all one word, at checkout. Let's hear from the mad fella. Strap in, it's time again for Knuckles Proper Trion. Legends, just knuckles calling his uh, proper true yarn of the week up. Um, just sitting here on me balcony having a coffee, pondering life, bit of head noise. If you're born on the uh, 
29th of February. <laughs> you know, like you live a full life to the age of 80. And um, are you technically only fucking 20? Yeah, like they get up at your funeral and they go, oh, well, Barry Smith, he only lived to fucking 20, ripe old age. And they're like, he's an old cunt, but, you know, just a bit of head noise this morning has me fucked, you know. And, mm. and Tommy, with... Well, after I spoke the other day, you were looking after twins. Like, with your twins, like, imagine if one was born at, like, 11.58 and the other one was born at, like, 12.03 a.m., you know? But they're twins, but they'd have different birthdays. Are they really twins? <laughs> I, I guess they are. They say, you know, like, yeah, just see the same sack, you're twins, but imagine having twins born on different days. Yeah, that, that'd be fucking wild. Anyway, that's that's fucking my head at this moment. Boys, just off in the fucking clouds. Anyway, right, legends, catches. Well, thanks for that. You just put me in there. Um, <laughs> what? When's this cunt's birthday? I want to know his star sign. Yeah. Nucker. Yeah. And yeah. see if it's actually... It's July something. Is it July? Can we look up? Oh, that's a, that's the same as he misses. I think. Just look up, yeah, the star sign things. Um... The twin thing, that'd be good, man, because then they get their own birthdays. I reckon that's going to be the hardest thing with twins is, like, they always have to share shit. So yeah. I think that'd be better to go on like It's like that. having your birthday on Christmas Day. Yeah, you know, you shouldn't have to share your day. No. You know, but so that, that'd that be all right. The first one, that'd be a cunt, the 29th, because obviously that means the leap year, one in every four years you get burnt, born on that day. Burnt. <laughs> yeah, well, depends who you are, I suppose. Jesus. <laughs> We've got I just had a notification come through on my phone, sorry. Yeah. And we might have fucked up. What do you mean? That bloke that um done the Baja. Yeah. I think he's from Belgium. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Can, can we have another Google why we're all here? So we might have we might have stuffed up. And um, I said Baja too instead of Baja. Like, sorry, I didn't realise that oh, a J forbid. was actually a H. Like, how about spell it with a H, you fucking idiots? <laughs> How's that? Let get the lingo, mate. You know, it's hard to be perfect yarning for a living. But all no, we're but doing... we thought we might clear it up while I just seen that come through. Yeah. Yeah, look it up properly and we'll do our things here. But, you yeah, know, I was just trying uh, to get Yeah, that's not really thing. Australian name. Dutch, the Dutchman who lives in Australia. The Dutchman yeah. who lives in Australia. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right. He's either a Cancer or a Leo, Knuckles, by the way. Oh, I'm a Leo. A Cancer. Pain in everyone's ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder what he is. Because like we said, we've the myth is I think it's well and truly alive with the star sign shit. Every time that we've done something to do with looking ourselves up, under that star sign shit has just been all over it, hasn't it? Yeah, the woo-woo. Oh, the woo-woo. That's right. Yep. But yeah, we didn't mean to butcher anything with um, our mate in the Baja race. We were just trying to give him some exposure that he deserves. The Baja race. The Baja. <laughs> yeah. Spelt B A J A. Sorry, I didn't know that was Baja. Baja, baby. Hmm. What's what's the guy with spelling it like that and pronouncing it a different way though? What a kind of an idea. Yeah, it's like pumpkin. Yeah, that's right. It's like pumpkin. <laughs> Time. <laughs> <laughs> Pumpkin's time. That's right. 
A um, couple of updates. Jalapeno is the weirdest spelling ever. Jalapeno. Oh, that fucks me up. Do you know which name of someone butchers me every time and to the day I die will never mm. be able to write it down on paper? Is Justin Gaethje. Yeah. Try and fucking write that down the first time. If you have a pen and paper now, try and spell Justin Gaethje oh, yeah. and then look up how you actually spell it. That last name is an absolute head fuck. It's a UFC fighter for people that don't know. Yeah. I, I'm looking at it now, and I'd look down on a bit of paper and still fuck it up, I reckon. Yeah, I never would have got that. Yeah. Whoever made that last name up, give yourself an uppercut. Um, yeah, a few details, guys. Obviously, there'd be a heap of people waiting on the shirts. They are just around the corner, trendsetters. They will be getting sent out next week. And the hat drop is getting closer. Get keen, you animals. Next Wednesday, the 29th at 6 p.m., the most sought-after lid in Australia, without a doubt. We are stocked up and we are fucking ready to rumble. So get keen for Christmas, you absolute weapons. Yes. Uh, fight night update, guys. So everyone's been asking about when the GA tickets are available. They are just around the corner. We are not giving you the exact date now, but our next episode, we will have all the details around this. Don't stress, we'll have it on our socials. We'll have it in the Trendsetters group. I'll be doing a personal video staring at the camera telling you all about it because we want alpha blokes in this motherfucker. We want Trendsetters to take over the convention centre. Fucking oh. So, yeah, we're just liaising. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the word? Nailed yeah, it. No, you nailed it. Got it, man. Yeah, ticket taking a few things like that, just trying to make sure everything's Mickey Mouse before That's right. we, we don't want any confusion. So, but you'll leave the have... other podcast to confusion because we won't. <laughs> <laughs> but <we're... laughs> you'll find the right information at Alpha Blokes. We always provide the right information. <laughs> <laughs> don't <laughs> trust any other podcast. Oh, fuck. In Australia. <laughs> Trust Alpha Blokes. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, okay. Um, so the, the <laughs> shots firing. But you'll be you'll be hearing that um, next week on our next episode, guys. It'll have all of it. Like we said, you're not going to be blindsided um, with any information or whatever. It's going to be, boom, here it is. This is what you do. It'll have the after party, everything involved with that one fucking set of information that we're going to give you. And also, if you're keen to sponsor a fight on the night, like individual fights, naming rights of the fight, the whole sh- Shazam, um, get in contact with contact at alpha-events.com.au. Via email. Via email. If you are interested, if your company's interested, they'll tell you more info if you get in contact. Now, that's all the la-di-da stuff done. I'm keen to hear some fucking yarns today to pick me off the couch. Yep. And I believe that it is Cam who is picking the winner. Is that right? Yeah. Yep, that's me. Fucking oath. That is you. <laughs> um, are we ready to hear some ripper yarns? And if we are, how do they get their yarns in, Quino? Okay, Rooters. <laughs> rooters. <laughs> Email carry on at alphablokes.com. I'm keen to listen to some yarns, but I just want us to talk absolute rot today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just fill it in with rot um, in between yep. yarns. Under two minutes. You've been doing well. It was a little bit dry this week, but I still managed to scrape through. So please pepper me. Yeah, pepper him. Bit dry. Hmm. We don't want, we're very wet people here. Yeah, fucking out. Wet up. So, <laughs> are we ready? Yeah. Get ready for this. This folded me. Boys. How you doing? Um, I was just listening to you, Jan, about the Germans in the trenches on um, 
on meth. Uh, it wouldn't be strictly true that they were in the trenches on meth because the trenches were World War One, but they would have been in the mental trenches, as we know. Um, but I've just, I just think I can do you one better than the Germans on meth. A Finnish platoon on skis on the Eastern Front attacking Russia uh, were ambushed and mo- a lot of them were killed, but a few of them got away. One of them happened to have the entire platoon's supply of meth on them and he did what anyone else would do and took the fucking lot. <laughs> I'm I'm not joking, you can Google him. His name's Amo or you can just Google Finnish meth dude. Um, <laughs> And he literally skied about 400 kilometres, um, <laughs> ate a bird, fucking ate acorns, I think. Um, I mean, this guy was wired. Oh. And eventually he got oh. back to the Finnish um, headquarters <laughs> and his heart rate, after days, was still registering at like 200 beats per minute. I mean, I'm not, I'm genuinely not making this shit up. This guy was wired to the car and... Honestly, I promise you, go on to Wikipedia. Quinn, go on to Wikipedia and look at the man's picture, his portrait. He looks fucking wired. He looks a changed man. <laughs> I mean, that's what meth can do to you. It's just, it's insane. Anyway, boys, um, if you want any more skit shit like that from history, um, I happen to know random shite like that. Oh, uh, Anyway, it. okay. Bye. Wow. Right. 1943. Oh. Do you want me to read through? Yeah, it? read Dive. it through, Quino. Yeah, I'm keen to dive into this meth head. <clears throat> so Amo was a Finnish soldier assigned to a ski patrol on the 15th of March, 44. Three days into their mission on the 18th, the group were attacked and surrounded by Soviet forces. They were able to escape. He became fatigued after skiing for a long distance but couldn't stop. He was carrying his patrol's entire supply of army-issued methamphetamine, a stimulant used to remain awake on duty. He consumed the entire supply but soon entered a state of delirium and eventually lost consciousness. He later recalled waking up the following morning, separated from his patrol, no supplies. He escaped Soviet forces, stayed in a ditch for a week, waiting for help. (laughs) Having skied more than 400 kilometres, 250 miles, he was found and admitted to a nearby hospital where his heart rate was measured at 200 beats per minute after still being in a trench for a week, and he weighed only 43 kegs. Oh, (laughs) shit. It's like a child. He's a rake. He was eating pine buds. What was he? Uh, pine buds and a single and a single Siberian jay. That's the bird he ate that he caught and ate raw. He was found and survived until he died. Yeah, well, he was 70. cooked enough, so he goes, I'll eat a raw one. Did he die soon after or did he go on to live a long and happy life? No, he survived until he died at the age of 71. Now, tell me a better yarn to tell at the pub. Look at He's a strapping young fella too. Look at him. Yeah, he looks very well oh, composed. Captain, yeah. Captain Slingback. Captain Corked. Captain Cooked, all right. <laughs> Look at those eyes. Oh, wow. He's got eyes, eyes like fucking overcoat butt. But like, the cunt would be like a model these days, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah. Look at him. Yeah, he's a strapping young lad, but he's fucking wired. Oh, 400 Ks, weighing 40 fucking kegs. He would have floated <laughs> over that stand. <laughs> oh. So, I mean, fucking snake. Imagine him just grabbing a bird and just gnawing into it. They wouldn't have smoked today. They just would have fucking he would have ate, ate it. He would have ate it raw. It was pills, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I finally got into your Breaking Bad, mate. Oh, fucking. Oh, have you? Season two now. Oh, very good. Oh. I'm keen to go on the journey with What's you. What's his mate. name? Amo Allen Koivinen. Koivinen. Shout out to Amo. 
That's fucking Shout wild. Shout out to Amo. That's fucking. I just call him fucking Meth Allen. <laughs> Meth Allen. Yeah, Meth that's Allen. um, that is a fucking unreal yarn. That's going to be hard to beat. A bit of history, <laughs> bro. Whenever you want to hit me with those yarns, fucking hit me with those yarns because they're prime. How's that? And he would have been, he would have been celebrated, like as in you hero, for just drilling a whole thing of meth. Weighing 40 kilos and skiing 400k. <laughs> you know what I mean? That would be a great event to watch. <laughs> it would have been just straight line too. No fucking moguls there, brother. The meth Olympics. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, shout out to Amo. Oh, no. Unreal. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, sorry, boys. It's going to be a hay fever. I was working with the old man doing a bit of carpentry on a uh, building site and he had to take a shit. I thought, shit, you got to take a shit, but there's no shit hurt. There was none on site. So he grabbed a bucket. He grabbed a bucket for his shit. He shat in his bucket, and now he's got a bucket full of shit, which is a shit situation, but he had a good shat. So we thought, what do we do with this shit? Well, I didn't. He did. I wasn't touching that shit. He thought, I'll pour it down the grey water pipe. Yeah, nah, sweet as. Found a little access point, opened up the lid, popped her on in, blop, blop, blop. Beautiful. I was quite proud of him. I thought, that's quite my father's a thinker. That's sick. Wish I had his jeans, eh? Builder comes along about an hour later. He's got the owners with him. The owners are talking to us, and they say to me, well, we did in the eyes. They say, yeah, we're pretty proud of this. Um, we run our whole house off of rainwater. We're like, oh, sweet, good, good on you, good for the environment or whatever. They go, yeah, yeah, it all just runs out of these pipes right here, pointing to the pipe my father had just shattered. Oh. They had shattered their water supply, <laughs> their rainwater. They drink that. They have showers in that. Whoa! You should have seen his face. Whoa! He was redder than my wife's light outside of her front bedroom window. <laughs> oh, Nelly. Gives me shivers still thinking about it. Up your boys. Oh, I'd love to know what they did, though. Yeah. Did they just leave it and be like, oh, best of luck to you, old son? You're um, going to have a shit shower. <laughs> we probably covered this earlier episodes, but, yeah, it used to be a little stitch-up for the scaffies when you pissed down the fucking... Um, scaff at the top of the scaff pipes, and then oh. they'd be undoing them when they're dismantling it and just be all like piss running over. Them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you do that? Oh, once night shift, I definitely wasn't going all the way back down, just pissed down the pipe. Oh, <laughs> well. Well, I have never even thought of that. That's... And there was some grubby scaffies on that, too. Oh, poor cunts. Boys are all pumped up, and girls. Got the, you know, they got the boombox normally with them, pumping tunes. Yeah, yeah bro, fucking piss. <laughs> You'd just be, wouldn't that just really annoy you? Yeah, it would be shit time. Getting covered in weak old piss that's been fermenting inside of a tube well, normally, in the sun. Some of them, I think that one, they come in like four months beforehand do it and then they're there for six, like four months afterwards. You'd think it would evaporate. Yeah, that's right. Sun. But if it was just a quick hop up to do a down day job or something, that'd be a grub act. Still a grub act. I reckon it's pretty grubby. But, yeah, I think after four months, that'd probably be right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Well, there you go. The amount of steam and heat around some of those tanks. Fuck. Unless everyone pissed down the same tube. Tool. Tool. Oh, a lot of people jackhammering in some of those bottom of those tanks, they just piss in there and fuck it, smell like mm. fucking ugh. Yep. Jackhammering in those caustic tanks, mate, that, that's probably up there with one of the shittest jobs I've ever done. Yep. Jackhammering caustic scale off the inside of a flash tank. 
Absolutely. I, I reckon that's the shitters. And then, like, cleaning, like, the slew gears and shit um, at the bottom of, like, tanks at the power station and sh- mm. stuff like that. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. And that, and that power station in um, New South Wales, literally, oh, yeah, turbine job. Yeah, I was just with two old blokes hanging off a sledgehammer, heating these huge nuts to red hot and just swinging a flog, like, hitting a flogging spanner for 12 hours. Doing hard work in confined spaces is fucking not fun unless it's, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, Doing yeah. hard work in a confined space. You know what we're talking about, Rooters. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we're just talking shit. Today. Yeah. Right, mate, moving on. Boys! Gotta make this quick. Quinn's had two minutes is a long time. Quinn, do me a favour. Tell my fucking wife that! <laughs> Dan from SA here, long-time listener, full-time fuck-cunt. Good little story. Two fellas, two gay fellas are on a flight back to Australia from Canada. Mm. One of them goes, wait, want to have a fuck? And he goes, no, no, there's too many people here. They're going to hear, you know, everyone will know. He goes, no, 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 they're all asleep. And he goes, watch. And he stands up and he goes, excuse me, can I borrow a pencil? Gets no response. He goes, see, everyone's fucking asleep. You know, it'll be right. He goes, all right, then jump on. So he does, jumps on. They do their business. No worries. Flight lands. It's been landed for 20 minutes. Flight attendants doing the walk around. There's little Cam behind him. Vomit on shirt. In shock. Sitting there by himself. Like, he goes, mate, are you all right? What, like, what happened? What, what, why didn't you yell out? And he goes, yell out. And he goes, that bloke stood up. Asked for a pencil and got fucked in the ass. Who <laughs> <laughs> hey, boys? And I get up. Oh yeah. Hi. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so shit. So good though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> oh well done. That's I don't even know if you class that as a joke. Or oh, it, it took a while. It took a while for me to sink in, like for that to sink in. It's a dead pen to everything. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's exactly what I need to hear today, mate. Just rot. Yeah, just yeah. Dri- absolute dribble. I think that's what you, I think we've found out that that's what you're getting from all angles today. Yeah, just dribble, pointless shit. But yeah. you know, it's better than listening to a fucking engine roar. Yeah, that's right. Well, that's right. <laughs> what well, is? Afternoon, ladies. Tom, Cam, Quentin. It's Zach with a shrilled up sack from Newcastle Dad Kissing Country. Got a bit of a carry on or play on here. So I'm a first year sheet metal fabricator. I've been on the hydraulic press for most of my first year. There is a trades assistant on the press next to me who is getting an apprenticeship next year and he is going straight to second year because he's been on the press for longer than I have. So he's skipping his whole first year, all the ship pay for the year, going straight to second year, same as me. And he's moving ahead faster than I am. So not sure if that's a carry on or play on, just thought I would hear my grievances. Anyways, boys, I'll leave you with a couple of jokes. Why was six scared of seven? Seven was a pedophile. There were two kids playing in a park. One was letting off fireworks and the other was sniffing battery acid. So the cop was rocked up. 
I thought they'd let one off, but then charge the other. <laughs> In yourselves, out of yourselves. Have a great day. And remember, it's not weak to speak. Love you, boys. Keep doing what you're doing. Good on you, mate. Yeah, I thought it was um, why I was six scared of seven because seven, eight, nine. Yeah, it's yeah. a misdirection, mate. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> seven's a pedophile. Yuppie! He said it's the right episode. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Rot. Yeah. It does boil your piss a bit, but it's like I've seen it heaps of times. Like I don't know, like an adult apprentice or something like that. That it's already been there as a TA, and then they sort of they jump on their apprenticeship, and they pretty much get the golden handshake the whole way through. So it's hard if like if the TA didn't have any responsibility that whole first year, and he was just happy to not get in shit if a job didn't get done, or he didn't have any responsibility, but he was just there doing a similar thing, and then he jumped ahead. The next year, like if they were given this, yeah, it's, it's it is a hard one. Like I don't know why they didn't just put old mate on as an apprentice to do the same thing that he's doing now, especially if he's on more pay than old mate is that whole first year doing the same thing. Then he skips the shit pay. I, yeah, it's, I, I, there's some weird things in industry. It's like a bloke's been there. I won't name anywhere, but like say a bloke's been there for thirty years and he's worked his way up from that thirty years of pay. He's say on. Six figures, gross or whatever. A new bloke can come in to the new site now, 2023, be on more money starting than old mate that's been there for 30 years and still work his way up every year. And that's why, that's why when everyone, you know, back in the day, a permanent job was the biggest fucking, was the one thing that everyone is after. And they still are now, but it's not the same as it used to be a permanent job. No, it's taken me. I thought that was the case too, like the whole way through the mining and that. But mate, it doesn't actually mean fuck all now. No, all these companies will get rid of you like that. That's what people need to remember. Like, it is good to have a permanent job. Banks need you to have a permanent job to get loans. I understand all that. But an actual safety of your job sort of thing, it's it's definitely not like it used to be. And the banks need to realise that too, because I only had the conversation last night. She goes, remember I got pre-approved for a house loan and you couldn't? I'm like, because of the shutdowns? Mm. I'm like, obviously I was on better coin and all that, but because of just the stable dollar amount coming in every week, you mm. look way more valuable on paper than me that's just loosey-goosey doing six weeks here, four weeks there. Yeah. Changing, no, changing shirts. It is hard, I think. I don't think it's a black and white thing. Like, I can understand where he's coming from with the old mate skipping that first year, but you don't really know the whole... You sort of need to know the whole situation to comment on that properly, don't you? Yeah, like that's to, right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, that, it does rub people up the wrong way when they have been somewhere slugging it out, earning their pay rises and that, and old mate comes in. Let's say in the wash plant game, right, there's, like, levels to where people are at. People have been wash plants, let's say, 10, 20 years. They know everything. And then old mate starts, he's fresh, green skin, on the same money as him. And he's got to go around and show people, show him everything and teach him everything. I would, I'm happy to do that because it's not old mate's fault. He's coming and he's keen to learn and shit, but there is a sour taste in the mouth. And I think that's why a lot of people get sour and treat people like shit, which isn't right because it's not their job. But I think that's the reason why it happens. Yeah, that's a good point. I could see that happening too. You know, like I'm not like that because it's not that person's fault. But I think that's a big reason why it's like, why is this cunt off me? Well, it's a, he's not off you. He's off the situation that you're not, 
you shouldn't be on the same as him. But then you got to realise you want days off, Russ. You better train this fella up. Yeah. So you you get your holidays approved. I am so glad to be out of all that politics shit. Like it's, all that stuff is such a thorn in the side, you know. That's fucking mm. that everyone has to deal with. On yeah, that's right. Basis. And that's yeah. that's where the old head noise. It's not as simple as rocking up to work. There's all those little things. And if you're having a kind of a day, and then you go, and then you know, I might might have to show someone a shit job and go, I'm on the same money as this guy. Yeah. You can see where people would get the, you know, in a shit head space. But anyway, there's a bit of working. Bit of working. Bit, bit of, of twerking. Bit of slugging it out there, <laughs> fellas. Let's move on, eh? Fella. Fella. Mm, Listen, bit of a fucking rant. I'm from Mount Druitt. Fucking... <laughs> Spanian did us dirty. <laughs> yeah, these people watching. It is the capital. But we're not all like that. I'm a long-time listener and first-time caller. Fuck you, you old cunt. And Quinn, eat yeah. a fucking pie. You probably spell with a M, Q-I-M. Google that and fucking tell me what you think about yourself. Now, I've been listening a long time and I'm sick of the fucking shit we get from Mount Druid. Yes, we are all fucked. Yes, we have been brought up on a fucking meth pipe. But that's us. We still get in and we get the fucking job done. Sure you All do. we want is a fucking pretty little hat with a long tail flap to make us look better. So when we go out of town into normal civilization, people can recognise us for our fucking yarns. Now stay out of yourselves. Up, brass. <laughs> Mount Druid represent. Yeah. Fuck, there's some wild units down there. Holy fuck. Now, Quinn, can you, but Quinn, can you please um, read that out? Uh, Q-U-I-M, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is three words, a woman's genitals. <laughs> <laughs> Great yarn, Matt. Wasn't it? Fuck I man. knew there was some fucking Western Sydney uh, listeners, surely. Oh, yeah. Mate, I think Sydney's one of our biggest hubs. I reckon it is probably all Western Sydney because I couldn't get that through my head that that, um, Sydney would be our biggest audience. Yeah, but someone can still listen to us and stab us in the neck. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm like, Upper Bondi's surely not listening to us. Nah, probably not. It's fucking Mount Druitt. Yeah, fucking oath. No, we'll get there one day. (laughs) I want to go for a motorbike ride with the cunts through there. (laughs) With a cage around it. Nah, bike life, just doing burnouts and shit. GoPro yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Monos in the pop of monos in the street with them. Yeah, big, great bit of people watching. I've actually had a bit of withdrawals. I felt like there was something missing the other day, and I haven't well, I haven't watched some weirdos for a while. Since so. Melbourne, eh? Mm. And it's, I think it's a while till um, I go to a, another big city, so. <clears throat> you know, um... I've actually got withdrawals from Sydney just from those last couple of times we've been there. I don't know just how hectic it was and just oh and that I'm like I need that. I was like, it was like almost nerve wracking some of those spots. Yeah, you're never bored. Never bored. Never bored. And you're like, turn down here, might have a bit on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. might have a bit one, on. One wrong turn, eh? Yeah, I'm just yeah. Like, Fuck. I'm like, I'm, you almost like miss that a bit. <laughs> I love feeling like an ant. For like a couple of days, just like you realise how you aren't very significant at all. Not that I feel like I am, but I mean, in your local town, you bump, normally like if you go to Bunnings on the weekend, you'll bump into three cunts, you know, and have a chat for 20 minutes, you know, and then you'll see someone else and drive past someone, give them a wave. You go there, bro, you realise how small you are in the fucking world. 
it's like um, instead of the fitness thing, it's like putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation and trying to thrive in it. Mm. That's what like Sydney felt like for me. But like people go like on an Adam Green tree, you'll go into the bush for fucking or Adam Kavanaugh we've had on going yeah. to the bush. But I feel like that's like a little mini version of going to Sydney for me. <laughs> yeah, just stepping it around. And partying in Sydney too. And just... Oh, don't worry. We thrive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We thrive. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Shout out to your dad, kisses. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a good. He's a good. Shout out to Matt Drew. Yeah. Can I get a... Hi, yeah. Hi, yeah. Morning, boys. Hey, How mate. are we? Seaman Ada here. Got a bit of a, a bit of a play on or a carry on, not real sure. Uh, I'm just on the way to pick my young fella up from his school formal. Uh, I told him when I dropped him off to make sure he gets himself one of them big uh, balloon-chested young fillies for the evening. Uh, turns out that didn't go to plan. I told him to make sure he got one with a decent-sized diff on it so it keeps your balls out of the bindies. Uh, turns out I'm picking him up straight from the formal. Doesn't want to go to the after party. Don't know whether he's an alpha. I don't know. He did win the Most Likely to Succeed in Life award. So, you know, all power to him. Anyway, happy first anniversary. Uh, Quinn in a tin or tin in a Quinn. Thanks, mate. Get a tin in your Quinn and maybe a fucking dog's eye. <laughs> Love your work, mate. Quinn, we're going to have to just take a video of you eating a pie soon, I think. Have you heard this um, challenge between Tommy the Pommy and I? That no. was in Trendsetters. Huh? You know that sheath that he was showing to ejaculate a horse cock? Yeah. He said, you eat a pie, I'll drink a tin through one of them. <laughs> oh, you and, and, and I said, I said to him, bad luck for you, fucking game on. <laughs> Which pie are you going to eat, you reckon? Oh, I don't care, whatever. That's that's fucking worth it. <laughs> wow. Oh, so, you can have an oyster pie then. <laughs> wow, right. Well, there you go. That'd be good. We'll go to Gin Gin. Get you an oyster pie. Gin Gin oyster oh. pie. <laughs> Two sitting in the pie oven. We'll go there about one o'clock. Because oh. <laughs> I, I feel like it needs to be like if he's going to drink beer through a horse. Yeah, you're not having the best horse pie. milker. It no. needs to be a challenging pie to eat. I feel like I've got to bring this up. The old day I really rate your Ned Kelly pie at um, M- the MV uh, Roadhouse. Yeah, because I I was always on the bit of a f- the fence with the pies there. Yeah, um, never. Always got the pepper one, and it wasn't that great. But that Ned Kelly, something else. It's fucking good. It's good for, like... When the presentation feel, was there. When you feel a bit weird in the morning drilling a dog's eye, you don't anymore. It's a brekkie pie. It's got bacon, egg, chunks of steak, fucking... I just don't like the um, cremated yolk. Always have to pick that out. <clears throat> yeah, but other right. than that, perfect. Yeah, it's pretty good. You can't really um, do anything about the yolk. Nah, that's right. It's not like you can have a runny yolk because obviously that'd all be pre-made, and I'd assume frozen probably, like some of them. You think they'd put it in their <clears throat> raw? Well, they probably they might. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, it is a good pie. I'm glad you approved, mate. It's um no no. I was like, this is fucking awesome. Normally, if I'm feeling real naughty on the way past, I'll fucking get a Ned Kelly and a fucking steak, cheese and bacon. I just <laughs> just can't help it. Like I'm like I'd, sometimes mm-hmm. I don't know. How to choose one, so I'll just do both. Beautiful. Yeah. Formal after parties. Oh man, that's um. Oh, I didn't go to my form. I didn't graduate. Yeah, right. No, surely you went to the party, but anyway. But everyone I know, who I did know a few schools after parties. Yeah. yeah. I'd um. I'd be checking, bro. If he's like 
taking dead animals into your house and stuff <laughs> like stuff like that. Because if anyone's in the position to go to an after party at that age, I don't know. I I just feel like that is the thing that's like your whole life at that time. I think time. that's more. Yeah. I think it's more of a story. Like oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't go to your after party. And it's like, if that's what he wants to do, you're not going to force him. But, I mean, I remember at that time, I didn't give a fuck about the prom. The whole time we were talking about when we were going to the after party. And, yeah. You know, what you were doing and you were that pumped Who's about. Who's buying his piss? Yeah. You know? And it's like, <clears throat> especially if you have parents that are like, not not strict, but onto you about parties and that that you go to. For a lot of kids, I feel like <clears throat> that's the first one where the parents are like, you've done well, yeah. off you go. We'll buy your piss. This is your chance. Have fun. It's all looked after. So, I mean, like, that's the one that a lot of kids would look so much forward to. Yeah. So, yeah, just check around the house for dead animals, mate. And um, apart from that, I'm sure he's going to be fine. Like, that award to win the most likely to succeed, there's fucking worse awards out there. Like, yeah, most likely to get arrested. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, just keep an eye on him. <laughs> Hi, boys. Brutals here from down Hunter Valley, um, working one of the pits down here, and uh, just want to talk about Barthias pranks and carry on. Yeah. Um, yeah, couple of boys always pranking each other, and yeah, one particular bloke always grabbing the other bloke around the ankles. There's a bit of a petition between the showers, so um, he doesn't see it coming. And anyway, they got in there one day, and our mate seen him get in and. Thought he knew what was coming, so he thought he'd squat down and teabag old mate, old mate's hand when he he uh, went to grab him. And anyway, he squatted down and gone to teabag old mate and misjudged it and copped a finger square in the door. Oh! Uh, yeah, fair to say, it scared the shit out of both of them. And um, yeah, stopped them games for a while. So anyway, let us know what. Um, Pranks and games you used to get up in the bath house. Mate, that's so funny. Imagine the awkwardness between them both. Like, I reckon they would have both stood up and went, oh. And, like, old mate would have, like, been holding his finger going, did that just happen? And old mate would have had a sore freckle going, he's just fingered me. <laughs> oh, that would have been head noise. Oh, and imagine coming out after and looking at each other going, like, <laughs> you know, you have just fingered your mate and you have just been fingered by your mate. <laughs> And there's a wall between you, and you got to come out. I wonder if it was spoken about. Like, dude, you just fingered me. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that awkwardness, like grabbing the nuts or a bit of that sort of thing, but entering your work, mate. We didn't really do the underground buff house style no. where you can't pretty much jerk each other off. No, but um, yeah, I don't know. We, At the farm, was, it was a, just an yeah, open, yeah, just a bit room. open thing, but um. Yeah, that was all good. It was a weird thing, like, for me, because I'll get nude in the showers, no problem at all, right? Growing up with footy, go and have a shower naked after footy and that. But I know those boys really well. Yeah. And I'm like, they're me mates, like, proper thing. You go into, like, a new work crew, and there's all the boys looking at you like, <laughs> and you're just like, who are these cunts? <laughs> yeah. You know? So... Yeah, it's a bit a bit confronting, but I mean, what you don't do, anyone going to that, you just get your cock out and have a shower. You will get absolutely fucking pounded at an underground bathhouse if you aren't naked. Yeah. Like, even if you have the smallest cock on earth, take it in your stride and just have a shower because... It's not worth it. It is not worth it. You will get 
ridiculously. We pretty. didn't really fuck around at that bath house because we drove to work, so there wasn't even time to fuck around. You're all in an open thing. There was no petitions up. You know, it's pretty much like a big gay orgy. Yeah, it was. It was an open room with shower orgy. Heads. Like it, it wasn't. Um, there was no dividers and shit. It was just looking at what everyone else. Open had to plan. Offer. Open plan. You couldn't sneak up on anyone. And yeah. we had the proper ones where it was like jail style. We had three heads, mm. and you're like shoulder length next to each next other. to each other. Yeah, no yeah. petitions up. She was fucking proper jail spec. Yeah, yeah, jail proper jail spec. So, but yeah, no, no weird shit in that one. But like I said, ours it, we can't talk from experience. Underground bathhouse. That's a totally that's a new world that we haven't even yeah. been been to. But yeah. a couple of tractor chiefs Boy, just getting remember, around. Do you remember that yarn? Was it? I think it was on the show, but old mate who sat down and it was those timber seats that, oh, had, nuts. that had the gap in between the timber, right? And about five blokes were sitting on it and old mate was sitting in the nude and his nuts went through a slat because it was all pushed out. They all got up and his nuts were stuck between the slat and fucking all the boys had to get back on and old mate was underneath prodding his nuts back through <laughs> yeah. the gap. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, wow. That's up close and personal, isn't it? Yeah. Shout out to bathhouses. Getting fingered in the bathhouse. Yeah. Oh, man. That, <laughs> I reckon they'd both still look at each other a bit weird. Just give them a nod. Mm. Moving on. I've seen one picture of um, someone's gone in there with a hole saw and made a glory hole in the work thing, like just trying to. <laughs> oh, just to add a bit of confusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nice. <laughs> Tommy, Cam, and Quentin. What's going on, you fucking mad rooters? Hey, uh, it's the Mexican truck driver down here from your place called Mexico. Got a fucking carry-on for you. I'm pretty pissed off. I'm good now because I've half-solved it. The carry-on is, two months ago, I planned a camping trip with a heap of people to come away for my 30th. And uh, up until 24 hours ago, I had like fucking eight people and their missuses and everything else. So it was a fucking fair, fair crew going away to this spot. It's like a four or five-hour drive away. Well, in the last fucking 24 hours, heaps of cunts pulled the fucking pin, which just made me fucking fuming. And I was like, fuck this. I spoke to one of the boys that's still coming, and he's like, dude, why don't we just go somewhere way closer, eh, and just fucking have a better time, do something a bit different. I was like, yeah, cool, cool. So fucking went to this spot that's only like fucking less than two hours away from home, which is pretty dope, looks good. You know, we're going to go there tomorrow and have an absolute baller of a weekend away. And then fucking I go and let everyone know and all of a sudden I'm back up to six, seven cunts coming. Like, fuck, if the issue was travelling so far, two months ago when I was planning this fucking trip, why wouldn't you tell a cunt? Why fucking wait until now to fucking tell me? Like, I'm leaving at 5am tomorrow and all day at work I've just been copying, copying messages saying, oh, sorry, oh, sorry. Like, fuck you lot. Half considered telling the cunts to fuck off, but also... I love sinking tins with half these cunts. Fucking anyway, I'm turning yep. 30, boys. Have a fucking beer for me. You! Cheers, boys. Have a good one. Cheers, brother. Happy birthday. <clears throat> um, kind of a job organising your close mates oh. to do a thing. <clears throat> like a Bucks party, the best man, like the traditional role of the best man. <clears throat> you don't want to do that too many times in your life. It is a cunt trying to organise everyone with their own hectic lives going on, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Especially if it's a trip away like that. Like, if it's a fair bit and you've got to pay for flights, accommodation, you know, activities, let's say. Um, yeah, it's fucking, it is a rough job. 
And then if it's only for a weekend and you're four or five hours away, a lot of people will pull out. Yeah, which is why I think getting people to put, chuck deposits in and going, oh, we can't fucking, this is non-refundable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, feel you, bro. Have a good weekend, mate. Yeah, fucking I Stay out of yourself. Hey, boys, just got a quick one. Going off the back of looking after your fucking workers. I just come from a job out at the mines, working for a big company, not saying who. And, um, yeah, there was a couple of people there that I do a lot of overtime and not get fucking appreciated for it. And um, I learned from their mistakes and never put my fucking hand up. <laughs> but um, I got to another company, and if they're chasing workers for an extra day, you you could have shit on in the afternoon and be like, look, boys, i got a fucking cruise at 12, do your six hours, and they'll fucking pay you for 12. Like, it's not do six hours on double time and you pretty much get paid for 12. No, it's all day you get paid for the 12 hours because you've come in on your day off to help the boys out. Yeah. If that's not looking after your fucking workers, I don't know what is. But, um, yeah, it's as simple as that, boys. Mm. You know, it's not hard to look after the people that make your fucking business flourish. But, yeah, get up, uh, stay out of yourselves, look after yourselves, love yous, bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Like, that's a perfect example, eh? I just think people can take the piss and ruin that because they find people for overtime, right? There needs to be a set minimum hours because I've seen it too many times. They rock up, they go, ah, oh, he's all right, or fucking whatever, and then they just fuck off two hours later. I think it's a thing where, <clears throat> for that example, where a job needs to get done. They need to do it on a certain day. Your job and, and knock. the boys will go, yeah, job job and knock, but the job gets looked at by the fucking manager or the supervisor to make sure everything's done properly, everything's packed up, and then you can go, boys. I think that's a great way to look after people Definitely, doing yeah. that job for you. But I know what you're saying. People take the piss as well and roll in and just quickly do it and fuck off. I get paid for 12 hours. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll just come <clears> in for six. But like he said then, I mean, like that sort of thing is exactly how people are happy to do the extra work for you. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Fucking oath, man. You, and it's... You find that within the first few months of a company, even you go somewhere and if the morale's high in the work crew, you feel good about it because you're like, oh, sweet. Like, we'll come in tomorrow and knock that over. Yeah, too easy. Fucking oath. Job and knock, boys. But And that's when it'd be like, but he's a fucking doing it properly and I'll be having a look after. And I feel like managers and supervisors, if you're black and white with your morals and where you stand from the start and you don't alter and change depending on who it is and cunts respect you. You don't have to be the most likable person ever, but if you set your standards early and you stick to them, man, people know where they stand. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, follow. Boys! Oi! Tam, come, Quinn! Jakey Bear here, biggest slong on the sunny coast. First time caller, long time listener. Have I got a fucking proper tree arm for you, boys? I'm fucking fitter over in WA. Now, I was doing uni joints on the back of a truck, laying on my back, clobbering away. Now, there's tools for removing uni joints. All mechanics know that. But sometimes a fucking hammer is necessary, especially when the cunt is that fucking tight. It's not funny. Now, I was saying on me back, clobbering away at this uni joint with a hammer because the cunt would not fucking come off. And then next minute, after I've hit the uni joint, I felt this sharp pain straight between the fucking center of my legs. Didn't know what the cunt was until I stood on my feet, 
put my hand down my pants, look down, and I've got, shit you not, a piece of metal off the side of this fucking uni joint in my nuts. Oh. Like, literally pierced me straight in the sack. I could not fucking believe it. Fucking good thing my fucking old fella was hanging to the right. Or honestly, or I just got good aim, I would have fucking hit me dick as well. Wow. Now, worst part about it, how do you explain to your boss, oh, mate, I've got a bit of metal in me nuts. It was the most awkwardest fucking thing to explain. I filled out an incident report, and they ended up giving me the sack over it because I hit my sack. And I did not follow work policy. Work policy insists that you do not use a fucking hammer to remove uni joints. Sometimes shit is fucking necessary. I could not fucking believe it. But is what it is. That's what happens when we work for a big company. Laughing joke of that fucking workshop, but everyone got a good laugh out of it. I got the nickname mm. Balls of Steel, and even the boys still call me it to this day. But what do you boys reckon? Play on, carry on, let me know. Love the potty. Stay out of yourselves. Yeah, it's a fucking hard one. Like, hard and steel, you shouldn't hit with fucking, like, obviously those metal Yeah, so that bearing material. But at the same time, bro, I think I would have done the same thing in frustration, fucking trying to trying to hit it. But that's the hardest part. Like, I'll do the Jocko thing. I reckon it's good that you got sacked because you don't have to work for those cunts anymore and you can find somewhere better that respects you. Yeah, well, there you go. Get that in you. Yeah, that's right. It's not like you're doing something fucking um, maliciously. Malicious or, yeah, or that's Purposely right. aiming to do something. Um, yeah, common mistake. Obviously, the chat would be have like, look, mate, you shouldn't hit fucking hard and steel with that sort of shit. But, yeah, I don't think it's a sackable offence. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's right. If they're not going to respect you, fucking sue you cunts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm, boys. Tommy, you baby-making son of a gun. Cam, you sexual diva. Should have been a porn star. And Queef, you beautiful little bubble of air that passes through a vagina flap. Hmm? Oh, fucking mutt. Anyway, boys, uh, bit of fucking motivational, bit of, bit of thought here. Mate and I were talking the other day. I've been going through a bit of head noise, and we're just talking about different people and, you know, like footy players, you know, like... I was talking about Zach Butters plays for Port Adelaide, just a fucking gutsy little bugger and, you know, how he's a good player. He mate turned around and said, you know, that should be the standard, having the guts to be, like, good. Put your body on the line, do that. And it made me think, you know, the, the common cunt is fucking, like, fuck these days. Um, we should all fucking strive and, and have a standard of being a good cunt, you know. You know, and you say, oh, geez, he's a good dad. We should all fucking strive. That should be the standard that we live, boys. We should fucking all be good cunts. We should all be good fathers, good partners, good lovers, good people, good workers. We should all strive to have that as a standard. Raise yeah. a standard, fellas. Like, you know, it made me think and sort of made me reassess my life and pick me shit up and have a bit of a go. So, yeah, no, it's just a bit of a bit of a thought thought i'd share a bit of motivation like we should just fucking lift up boys lift up and make make a good cunt the standard right there, boys give me a hi and make it a fucking good one see you hi yeah 100 percent, man i think that's the whole thing that we're doing like alpha blokes be the alpha in your own world be the fucking best dad you can be work hard try and build something for yourself fucking that's what it's all about that's the whole concept of the whole fucking message we're trying to deliver don't try and be better than another cunt. Be the best fucking version of yourself you can be. That's right. That's the whole idea, man. You know? And, um, 
Yeah, I just feel like people give up on that or they might grow up maybe and their parents weren't or their mates aren't and they're stuck in this rut and they're like, oh, well, I can't do that because of this. Like, fuck, you can't. You know, there's no reason why anyone can't be better than what they're doing now or try and be anyway. You always have those days, man, where shit isn't going right and all that, but overall you should strive to be the best fucking cunt you can be. Yep, 100% well said. Hmm. Come, Dom. Thomas. Cliff. How are we, boys? Good, mate. Hey, Excellent. Mate. And I'm fantastic too. I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> it's Friday. Yeah. And I'm fishing all day tomorrow. Rod's out. Nice. Happy days. Anyway, I've got a joke for you. Three ducks walk into a bar. First duck walks up to the barman, he says, can I get a drink please? Barman says, what's your name? He says, my name's Dewey. He says, well Dewey, what have you been doing today? <laughs> he says, well, you know, jumping out of puddles all day, duck's life early. Second duck walks up to the bar, he says, can I get a drink please? Barman says, what's your name? He says, my name's Louie. He says, well Louie, what have you been doing today? He says, well, you know, jumping out of puddles all day really, duck's life. He says, all right. Third duck walks up to the bar, up to the bar. he says, well, if that's Dewey and that's Louie, you must be Huey. He says, she says, Huey? She goes, no, my name's is Puddles. <laughs> anyway, boys, <laughs> take care. Have a good weekend. ta -da. Jumping in and out of it. Uh, yeah. The ducks are on. Mate, I hope you got some uh, alpha lures tied to the end of that rod. I'm still fucking keen to get stuck into the sand flats. These uh, holidays that were going on on Christmas, I'm going to be peppering the flats. Hopefully with a GoPro on me done. Fucking over. Anyone who's been using them, make sure you send us some photos through so we can fucking share your hard work. Um, yeah, we've got some cool things coming with the with the alpha lures and different sort of colours of yabbies, so stay tuned for that. And if you haven't already, yeah, alphalures.com.au. Baby, go check it out. Get out there. Delete Get out head there. noise. Flick some fucking lures. Fucking over. A few more. Yeah, yeah. Mm, boys! Do I have some fucking shit to get off my chest? Holy! <laughs> I'll tell you what, you have one of those kind of a days and you just want to fucking crawl in a hole and die. <laughs> ah! Fucking no coffee's no good either. Live on a farm too far fucking away from town to go make a trip there to fucking get coffee. Anyways, we push past her, we get to work. We gotta feed out some fucking sheep, lift the bayonet up, the cunt of a string snaps. Oh my god! <laughs> Have you ever had to tie up a fucking bale of hay? <laughs> oh, it is shit! <laughs> I think, oh, surely that's the worst that can fucking happen today. Nah, I have to go to fucking thistles! Oh, fuck. I'll leave you with a joke though. What's a lesbian and a turtle have in common? <laughs> they both choke on plastic. <laughs> Stay out of yourself. <laughs> I haven't heard that. <laughs> oh. Uh -uh. Sounds like a kind of a day. Oh, I've actually oh. tied a hay bale back up, not a round bale or anything like that, just a square bale. And, yeah, you figure it out pretty quick because you've got a bit on. Well, it'd be like a fucking um, a sleeping bag. It's not going back in the holder the same way, or a tent. No. You know. And if you go too tight and it crumbles one side like a slinky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, mate, sounds like you had a cunt of a day, but I hope 
steam, letting the steam off like that helped you out. It was entertaining for us. Have anyway. a good drive to thistles. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. the fuck that is. Yeah. I didn't know if he was talking about actual thistles. Yeah, I think he's a... talking about like doing a work with actual thistles. Oh, that's a count. Yeah. Oh, so that thistles, they're like over in Europe. Mm. No, Are you talking about like, like the like the bindi kind of thing? Yeah, the yeah. bindi. Yeah, I still remember. Like I, I know Ireland have the heat when we're over there. No, they. Oh no, and they're nettles. They're, they're nettles. Thistles are here, bros. Yeah, thistles. Sorry, they're a cunt. I remember around Marionvale and that a few of the blocks. Oh to, yeah, I know what you're on about now. A few of the blocks we used to hunt on when you're steaming through after a pig, mate. Yeah, yeah. Can you look up nettles? So, so yeah, must clear be, up it, me it, fuck up. He must be getting rid of thistles. Yeah, probably. Nah, they're not in Australia. Put Ireland. Yeah, they sting like fuck. Just like just walking through them. Oh yeah. <clears throat> what a cunt! What's their pur- what's their purpose? The stinger nettles. Just the yeah. stinger. That's stinger nettles in Australia. We do have them as well. Yeah. Remember them heaps in Howland. You put Ireland Ireland in because I reckon they fucking hit harder. Traditional Irish spring tonic for centuries. It was the ancient way of flushing. St- oh, it was the ancient way of flushing toxins from the system. And today, well, that's their use. Mm. I was thinking, what a useless plant. But yeah, not. How's that? That's the um, worst thing over there. There's no snakes. There's no <laughs> predators. There's just a plant that might sting you. Stinging nettle. Oh, oh and a heap of wild bastards. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, imagine that. You just don't have nothing to worry like when about. Well, me and my brother were over there for like, like four or five weeks. My auntie got married. Prepared to muck it around out in the property here where we'd lift up a bit of corrugated iron. We'd sort of have our wits about us. We're Big digging brand. up old plows and shit like that, fucking around, building cubby houses on this farm that we will staying at. Yeah. And we could just flip everything over and didn't have to worry about nothing. Yeah, right. Do they, That's like, prime. There'd obviously be mozzies and shit. That's the only... I don't know. I don't think so. It's too cold for them. Yeah. Mm. Shout out to fucking Ireland. Imagine a like Irish family coming to Australia though after doing that. Fucking Yeah, just... me old boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Irish mozzies are not as quite as large or as common places elsewhere in the world, but what they lack in bulk they make up for in appetite. Ooh. Tend to appear only in hotter weather over the summer months, May to August over in Ireland. Mm. That's still pretty good. So they're, they're little, but they have some going on those Irish. Yeah. yeah. A bit like the people. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to go to an, a proper, like, local Irish pub and just see what it's all about. Eh? Oh, you'd be fucking yeah. biffing for sure. Apparently, you wouldn't understand any cunt. Apparently, like, RSA is just non-existent. It's like, you could just fucking fall over. They'll still serve you. Well, I think that's the idea of a pub, Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But like you no, get cut I mean, off, yeah, you yeah, get cut yeah, off yeah. here. Like they still trying, save you. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like as in, yeah. it's it, you get treated like you weren't supposed to be drunk in a pub sometimes here. And yeah. It's like, why do you think I came here, can't? Yeah. Wasn't <laughs> to, to have a nice feed Potter. and hopefully not get tipsy. Like fuck. I and can't. pubs wouldn't survive if people weren't binge drinking. Yeah. <laughs> so if everyone went in and just had a meal and one schooner. I think like the the thing is when they're getting aggressive. Yeah. Or spewing everywhere. Yeah. That's like, but if someone's just wobbling around a bit blind, fucking good people watching. Like an ape, you know? Oh, actually, there was that clip of that old fellow when it was like, this is proper old days when um, mm. they weren't allowed in, uh, women were first starting to be allowed in pubs. Mm. Did you see that clip that I sent you the other day? I think it was on your phone. 
or text message or something. Mm. I sent you and I was all oh, mate having his opinion on if women should be allowed in pubs. Can't remember it. No. Fuck. I want to try and find it. Play yeah. the next one, and I want to try and find it. it just shows you that how the times have changed. Yep. I'll go for a look. Righto. We'll play the next one. Boys, full night show now here. How's it going, fellas? Good, mate. Anyway, that's good. Anyway, I was in Woolies the other day, buddy, in the fruit and veg section. Here is here, old love. Go up to the young bloke. Goes, excuse me, young man, where's the broccoli? And he's like, sorry, love, we don't have any broccoli. Anyway, a couple of minutes later, she comes back up to him. Excuse me, sir, where's the broccoli? And he's turned around and looked at her and he's gone, sorry, we don't have any. Anyway, he goes back and stacking his buddy oranges away. He keeps going. And he turns, she comes back a couple of minutes later and by this time I'm basically starting to chuckle and, um, excuse me, young man, where are you hiding your broccoli? And he spun around and he's turned around and said to her, he's like, Excuse me, excuse me, love. She goes, just indulge me for a minute. How do you spell cat? As in catastrophic. She goes, C-A-T. He's like, okay. How do you spell dog? As in dogmatic. She's like, D-O-G. He's like, okay. How do you spell fuck? As in broccoli. She goes, there's no fucking broccoli. He goes, that's what I'm trying to fucking tell you. <laughs> anyway, have a good one, boys. Hoo-roo. <laughs> uh, yeah, nice. Did you send it to me? Yes, I did. Via, via text. Text. Yeah, this is right, an old bloke. Like I said, that they went around interviewing these people, and this is an old bloke pissed in a pub saying why he doesn't think women should be allowed in, oh, in pubs. <laughs> Do not think women should be allowed to drink in bars. Of course, I don't object to the ladies drinking in the bars. So many chappies come in the bar that tell different sorts of yarns and stories that I don't like ladies to hear. And I think that's wrong for ladies to hear those filthy yarns. Do you tell stories yourself? I do. I love to tell them. <laughs> He's fucking off his jolly. That's wrong. Yeah, that's good. Oh, fucking hell. Well, that, that is the old thing. Like, the boys would catch up and fucking tell a few yarns. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, I think back then it was, I think the way times have changed now, like, you know, so many Sheila's ring in the show and have just as good a yarns as we do. And yeah. It's more like everyone can tell that. But back then, I think it was a lot more like proper. You don't swear around women. That's right. You're, you're very respectful. You door. open doors. You do that. So that was like, I think, a place to go for them to just be grubs and swear and carry yeah. on, tell rooting stories that they would never even think about doing around women. So yeah, yeah. Times have changed, but I just, it was more the use of the word yarn and filthy yarns there <laughs> yeah. that I was just like. Yeah. <laughs> yarns. <laughs> Shouldn't stop to hear such filthy yarns. Yeah, anyway. What have we got? One more, I reckon, eh? Yeah, yeah. sounds good. Gentlemen, it's uh, Al here from Ontario, Canada. G'day. And I just want to have a quick little carry on there from your last episode about being grateful for uh, things. And I've been living in Canada for uh, 14 years now and I've got a wife and two young kids. And after going back to Australia earlier this year for a quick visit, it made me kind of realize, you know, Canadians, they're, uh, they're a nice bunch of people, but they're a little uptight. They're a little passive-aggressive at times and maybe don't stay out of themselves enough 
and I had a, a mate visiting here, and he put me onto your podcast. And I got to tell you, no other podcast puts me in a better bloody mood, or absolutely deletes the head noise like yours does. And uh, I just want to tell you that I'm, I'm really grateful for the, the work you boys are doing. And if anyone out there listening has a mate living overseas, maybe just let them know about the podcast because it really could just be what they need just to just to dial things back a little bit, you know, just chill out a bit. And uh, I just want to say thanks a lot. Doing a great job. Cheers. Thanks, man. Oh, that's awesome. Fucking nice. It is good, eh? Like, um... When you're over there seven months in, I probably would have, if I didn't have good mates with me and shit like that, you probably would have been, oh, we were still calling people from back home, but it would have been good to sort of hear. Dude, standing. What's that, like what's going on in Oz? If I could have been standing at a chairlift in minus 30 at yeah. the top of a mountain watching fucking Derek's get off all day and I could have been listening to a couple of relatable boys from home having a laugh, fuck yeah. me, that would have helped. Fucking hope. So, yeah, I, I sort of forget about that, like people who might be in a position where they're not used to the banter that we all get on a day-to-day basis or see our mates from home. So, yeah, it's I'm, it fucking pumps me up that there would be people in that position that do get a lot out of it, you know, that they can relate to from home. So thanks for that message, brother, and, yeah, let your mates overseas know. This is a hard one. It is a fucking hard one. This, I'll was... tell you the two that are sticking out. Yeah. The Mount Druitt one cracked me up. <laughs> Just like seeing that, and the history one at the start. Yeah, oh, the fucking the meth dude. And then was there? There was another couple of good joke ones, but yeah, I think those are the only really two big standouts, mate. Besides the pencil on the plane as well. What was oh, the... the pencil on the plane was a good little misconception of just rot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very dribbly episode that one. So what was the the first meth dude, and then the pencil on the it? plane, and then I think I think. Um, his oh, what's the word? Like his knowledge um, about the history and stuff like that. I think I'd give it to him. <laughs> well, I was trying to think of the word to use for Mount that. Mount Druitt bloke could have his shiv in hand, just going. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Bounce back, mate. Just give us some fucking highlights from the week. I reckon you'll win, mate. Yeah, yeah go for a lap through Mount Druitt. Don't and, don't give up. Yeah, just tell us about Mount Druitt a bit more. Yeah. Through some history. And yeah. history, Black, we're going to be on to you. Fucking. Boy, boys and girls, if anyone's got any fucking out there mad yarns to do with history and what cunts have done around that mm. topic, fucking that's prime. So I'd yeah. love to hear some, like, trafficking stories of, like, El Chapo days or something, like oh. some mad cunt that fucking rode a donkey with an ounce. Or, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, good shit. So it's the uh, history bloke first call. Submarined up the Amazon. Mm. Mm. That's right. History oh, bloke. Fucking oath. Good work, brother. Like we said, guys, to wrap up, shirts out next week, hats on sale Wednesday next week, fucking tickets for the fight night and the after party to be announced in the next episode and across all the socials very, very soon. It's all happening, guys. We're, We're firing fucking, up. We're firing up. We're finishing off strong this year. And I uh, can't wait to get you all involved with the whole fucking lot. How good's this community? Love you all. Stay out of each other. Peace. Boys. How you doing? 
Um, I was just listening to you, Jan, about the Germans in the trenches on um, on meth. Uh, it wouldn't be strictly true that they were in the trenches on meth because the trenches were World War One, but they would have been in the mental trenches, as we know. Um, but I've just, I just think I can do you one better than the Germans on meth. A Finnish platoon on skis on the Eastern Front attacking Russia uh, were ambushed and a lot of them were killed, but a few of them got away. One of them happened to have the entire platoon's supply of meth on them and he did what anyone else would do and took the fucking lot. (laughs) I'm I'm not joking. You can Google him. His name's Amo or you can just Google Finnish meth dude. Um, (laughs) And he literally skied about... 400 kilometres, um, <laughs> ate a bird, fucking ate acorns, I think. Um, I mean, this guy was wired. Oh. And eventually he got oh. back to the Finnish um, headquarters <laughs> and his heart rate, after days, was still registering at like 200 beats per minute. I mean, I'm not, I'm genuinely not making this shit up. This guy was wired to the car. And honestly, I promise you, Go on to Wikipedia. Quinn, go on to Wikipedia and look at the man's picture, his portrait. He looks fucking wired. He looks a changed man. <laughs> I mean, that's what meth can do to you. It's just, it's insane. Anyway, boys, um, if you want any more skit shit like that from history, um, I happen to know random shite like that. Oh, uh, Anyway, it. okay. Bye. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 